I, I, I'm here today to do uh, our follow-up session on uh, the whole thing Nick and I were doing on, on trying to get behind the jargon, debunk, demystify, demythologize the whole idea of, of what is honor and the culture of honor. And we uh, got some really helpful uh, questions and feedback out of, out of last week's discussion groups. And I'm going to just structure this around around those questions. So we're going to sort of dig back in, maybe dig in a little deeper, both biblically and and in terms of the how to's of this uh, in response to some great, great questions, which I guess reflect a number of people's um, responses to this. Um, so we've got uh, 25 minutes to, to, to do this together. Um, and I got a feeling we maybe revisit this again because there's quite a lot to unpack. So I'm not going to go too fast, and I hope anyway. And I'm going to try and kind of help us just kind of walk together through this. Um, uh, and Nick and I last time we referred to this has been like an 11 year journey for us. And I, I, I'm only just for me, it, there's been times where I really didn't want to hear the words freedom or or honor ever again it's been so difficult at times as i think it seemed like as soon as we started to talk about these ideas they raised expectations of something being delivered um and and yet didn't at the same time raise the, the, the understanding that to create environments full of freedom and honor is is a, it's actually a big job and requires a lot of people to take real responsibility for the condition of the church environment it, not not just the leaders everybody has to feel responsible for protecting maintaining and sustaining this environment that sounds so attractive when we use words like honor honor and freedom and 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 at times it's been I guess for all of us, but for me, it's been quite discouraging as we've tried to wrestle our way through this and had our various experiments of creating freedom and expressing and, and discovering what it is to, to love and value one another at a deeper, more profound level. But I just feel like the Lord's inviting us. Maybe it's this COVID season, I don't know, but he's sort of inviting us to reevaluate and actually giving us an opportunity to go to step in again I do feel like this is a growing up thing because it is about uh, to, to, for this to become cultural, this thing called honor, this valuing of one another that Nick and I were unpacking. It, it, it has to be lots of people taking responsibility for making it happen. Lots of people at least wrestling with and understanding it and lots of people uh, adopting it because it, you don't get this. You don't get this from the culture around us we we have to make determined efforts to live different and not just a copycat what's happening on social media or in the world we grew up in or the school we teach in or the the university that we're learning in or you know whatever where we work uh, those environments are are often not great representations of what we're trying to do here but i believe it's possible to renew our neural pathways to to see our hearts renewed uh, and to actually be very successful at this and i think god's offering us a fresh chance to step in and be more successful at creating uh, a, a culture that is genuinely full of full of honor um and our scripture was 
I'm just going to use two again today. There's enough in this one scripture to keep us going for a couple of years, which is Romans 12:10, and I've got my notes here. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honour. Um, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honour. I feel like that it's not quite practical, but it's getting more practical. And it's a way of expressing and fleshing out what Jesus said in John 13, 34 and 35, where he says, a new commandment I give to you, which is to love one another just as I loved you. And I think Nick referred to this uh, in the last session. You also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. And this is powerful. This is witness. We're talking about how we, how we do this well changes the world around us somehow this is this is one of the most powerful things we can do this sits alongside the the, the preaching the gospel and signs and wonders in terms of the the powerful it's powerful nature to change the world we live in not just the church we live in um so here's here's this there's three questions we're going to structure this round uh today uh the first one is uh it's asked like this we said or nick and i said that and i said that a culture of honor is not necessarily one where everyone feels honored but one where everyone is giving honor and yes we did say that and uh, i think it's worth repeating uh so what if one is feeling dishonored in our environment what should they do great i mean i mean we're cutting into the real issues here i love that let, let let's try and deal with this as sensitively but as clearly as as we can so i think it's a multi-layered answer to this is not just one one thing um but i want to look at it in two ways one is uh myself or yourself and one is the environment so the first thing to do if you are in a situation and in an environment where you're not feeling honored is on the principle that i said already in the introduction this is about us taking responsibility if this is ever going to work then uh, the first place to go is check yourself is do some self checks but do it with holy spirit don't go deep diving and introspective that never works out well and it's not particularly healthy we have the holy spirit to lead us to teach us and to transform us and we really need his help in in this so here's some things um you could be asking him at this point how really how are you doing you know ask the holy spirit uh, and review how well am i doing at, at giving this thing i would like to receive how well am i doing at giving it to other people because our scripture we're clearly clearly exhorted not to receive honor but to be better than the next person at giving it that's what our romans 12:10 scripture says outdo one another in showing honor so that's the first place to check is how 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 are you doing on this because the goal is to be better than the the person next to you better than your friend better than what you see already the goal is that you you set a new standard and that's the first place to start and and i've observed the, the reality of the, the sowing and reaping principle that's in scripture it's there at the end of galatians that you sow to the spirit you reap from the spirit i've seen this people who sow it get it back um a friend of mine just recently uh, who is brilliant at 
sowing encouragement, sowing friendship. Um, just just had a, an occasion where it's like it all came back to them uh, in one day and, and it was just deeply, deeply moving. And, and I've seen it happen in people's finances, but I've also seen it in, in their, if you like, the emotional spiritual reward coming back to them as they've sown respect they've sown i'm going to value these people it comes back to them you've got to sow it to reap it um so ask the holy spirit about that and and, and take take time to if necessary get out of your heart any judgment or criticism and out of your mouth any gossip undermining talk and fill those places with faith-filled attitudes and faith-filled words for others and about others i'm going to say it again to take responsibility because we we do we are in charge of our hearts guard your hearts it says in proverbs because out of them flow the wellsprings of life and with the holy spirit's help just make sure that what's flowing inside there isn't judgment or criticism and what's flowing out of there isn't critical, undermining, uh, and, and gossip. But you're actually learning to speak faith-filled words, not just positive, but faith-filled words. And we'll talk more about that later on. So that that that's the first part of of you know, assessing you if you're not feeling honoured. The second part is is just have a think about what you mean by you feeling honored what do you need to feel honored um because most most people need slightly different blends of different things and uh, i think the love language teaching gives us a bit of help here and very simply um the guy that wrote this uh said that that most people receive love through five different ways and, and a blend of these ways they feel love if you give them one way would be quality time one one way for some people is gifts really important to them one would be words of affirmation really important to them one would be physical touch and affection one would be acts of service and and those are five ways that people express and receive love and sense of being loved and therefore being valued and and I'd, I'd like to suggest that our needs for all those things can't particularly if you view the church as an institution no institution no church institution not that i think the church is an institution but the church can't meet all that it can't serve you enough can't give you enough words of affirmation if you see it as part of a body where you have a connection or you're in a family where you have a connection and the connections isn't just to the structure or the leadership but it's to the body around you and they're they're part of filling those needs your your partner should you have one your spouse should you have one is part of filling those needs your closer friends are part of feed, filling those needs then 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 you can maybe ask yourself what is it that that, that i'm feeling that i'm not getting out of the wider in, environment but don't expect the wider environment to meet all of those needs at the level and detail that you may feel you need them um back to this point what what comes out in scripture over and over again is that we're responsible for building one another up 
So we're not measuring it by whether I'm being built up, we're measuring by how much building up I'm doing. And that would be true all there through, if you want to read through uh, Ephesians 4, as it goes on about how we're here to supply encouragement, supply strength into one another. Ephesians 4.16, if you want to dig into that at some point. So, 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 so just, I guess it's about re having realistic expectations, understanding the needs that you may add, and of course th there's validity to what they are, but understanding where they can be met and where they may not, where they're not going to be met from. Um, I think that that's, that's important too, in terms of assessing, oh, I'm not feeling honored in this environment. What is it you need? And what is it that's missing? for you and, and and should some of the things you need be happening from uh, other sources and do you see the church as an institution or a body because actually sometimes I talk to people and I'm like what do you mean the church isn't doing this for you that friend there is in the church and they're serving their socks off for you during this time where you're having a baby or whatever it is so see the church as a body not just the meeting on a Sunday, which we don't do at the minute, or the leadership or some other institutional perspective. Um, and, and, and thirdly, in this, you know, checking out me, if I'm not feeling honoured, is, is it possible, because I have experienced this personally, and I've certainly also seen it with others, is that I'm ex I'm, people are giving me encouragement, say, but I don't feel it's not landing. And I've seen people get encouragement get value for all kinds of different ways but not it's bouncing off and they're still like oh, I didn't, it's almost like they can't hear it they're either too there's too much noise inside them they're too preoccupied they may be carrying some uh pain or rejection from their history which can make it quite you can be being received and loved incredibly but if there's unresolved pain and rejection in our history it's hard for that current value and expression of love coming to us to really find a home and be received and that if that's a, a reality that i mean that's all those years ago why we started sozo we knew we needed help to get our hearts healed up and there are there are other great ways of doing this so that we could be better at knowing that we're sons of God, knowing that we're loved by the Father and brilliant at giving that to one another. So that, that that's my kind of wee checklist on, on that one. The, the second thing is, uh, you know, check the environment. Check the environment second, check you first, all right? If this is about taking responsibility, which is it, it is, it's not if, it is, <laughs> then check you first, check me first. And then check the environment second, so here's, here's, here's some thoughts on that is if there's a person or persons that's upsetting you so you don't feel valued, uh, find a way of having a loving and honest conversation with them about what's rubbing you, what's driving you crazy. And we'll say a bit more before the end of this talk, I hope, about good ways to do that. Um, secondly, if it's organisational, by that I mean it, it the organisation, there's an area or areas of church life that aren't working well in your view. Could be communication, could be organisation isn't on it. It could be things that are just irritating and, and, and devaluing people. Then 
by all means speak to the person who's responsible for that area uh, but again doing it remember that certainly in this is true for everybody i know that serves and leads in hope church these are good hide people they're, they're sacrificing their time their money to try and make hope a better place and serve your kids or organize us well so that we don't we don't fall down potholes and have disasters and we all know what we're doing and on and on all the all the essential things that make a church function well people of good heart are working hard to do that keep that in your head when you're doing this uh, take care not to be a critic but to come with offer solutions offer suggestions offer encouragement as well as feedback and we'll say a bit more about that as well if we get a chance by the end of this um and thirdly under check the environment which is the second thing you do after checking yourself is in in the season that you're feeling dishonored in it's really important not to spread that feeling around because although it can feel like relief like what starts to get heard is criticism or rumor or disgruntlement and i've seen this happen and i'm going to say a bit more about this what you end up doing is fueling the by you're not intending to do this but what you end up doing is creating a greater feeling of dishonor in the in the environment so it's really important to speak to the right people speak to them the right way not just spread your disaffection around because what happens is it creates more dishonor in the environment because the devaluing that's going on is devaluing it it's a sowing and reaping thing this is a powerful powerful uh, principle at work here and if we get this working for us if we can get this working in the right way it'll actually give us a lot of momentum um, and lift i think lift a lot of a lot of heads so check yourself and check then check the environment in the way that, that i'm suggesting uh, there will be other thoughts of how you could do this but that's just a, a, a response uh, to that question the second question that we're going to look at today is how can we encourage healthy feedback in our church and also can uh, how can we help people gain uh, trust that that feedback will be received well um now as i was preparing this i actually lost sleep and i just want to confess that uh I, this is still an area where i carry some scars and some personal pain so i'll try not to uh, react uh, unhelpfully in this um but also in theresa and i's involvement with other leaders this is this is relevant because this is talking about feedback in a church environment uh, i've seen something on repeat and particularly in the last probably six eight months now it felt like every month we were coming across other leaders that were friends of ours or we were supporting in some way and that we knew that were being barraged by really bad criticism a form of feedback that was that was actually undermining their leadership and and uh, I, i'm not exaggerating here one in one instance that that church is now closed because of that barrage to the leader they just couldn't cope and they stopped and the church isn't there anymore 
In another instance, this has gone on now for a couple of years. Uh, half truths are being spread around. People have jumped, have jumped on bandwagons. The the leader concerned is getting therapy, and the church is half the size it was. Um, I, I, and and we and on we could go. There's 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 a longer list than those those two, and some of these people, you you may know even who they are. Some of them have nationally recognised ministries. These are amazing people. Once you know their lives, you know they've sacrificed a lot to try and lead. And they've given up finances. They've given up great careers. They've given up, and and yet somehow. There's not this ability in the body of Christ to give them healthy feedback. It, it, it's it's actually incredibly uh, destructive. And, and I know we can be uh, better than that. I know, I think God's asking us to be better than that. And I think if we want to change the world, which we do, we're called to change our, our city and our streets and our, our, our places of work by our influence, then doing this well is going to be really, really powerful. Uh, and I just want to add, none of these instances I'm referring to was the person committing sin, doing something bad with the money, making crazy decisions. There's no financial irregularities. There's nothing remotely serious. There were people were just reacting to the person, their personality, or the change of direction that was being implemented, or the new thing that they were trying to teach, and and reactions were coming out that were really really unhelpful and unhealthy and ultimately destructive so i just got to put that out there and we're running out of time oh my goodness um i'm gonna have to do a second a second slot of this um so here we go we've probably got a few minutes just how to do this well all right because feedback is a good thing to do um and the first thing is a clear structure helps and i think we do have a clear structure you can discover it we've, we've got it available for you to see and, and so give feedback to the right places you know go if this area isn't working or this area you, you've got a view speak to the appropriate people that's a really good start and and i think we we're all keen to improve we're all keen to uh, to, to do that and we've actually creating over the next months in Hope Church a series of think tanks where we're creating an environment where this very thing can happen where new ideas better ideas can be expressed and, and, and brainstormed together I'm quite excited about that um, and then if you're in the place where you want to give some feedback here's some things to do number one check with Holy Spirit as you're formulating what you're going to do and say you have affection in your heart for whoever you are going to talk to. Now, remember our scripture is Romans 12.10, which talks about loving one another with brotherly affection and outdoing one another in honour. We want this in our lives. We want it in our community as a reality. So check with Holy Spirit that you hold affection for the person you're going to talk to and that your wish is a good way to check that is that you actually wish to have a closer relationship with them after the conversation than at the beginning if that's that's inside you that that's a really good sign that you're appreciating them and having affection for them number two is check with holy spirit that you have real value for that person so that you see their strengths so that you understand what they're contributing you've thought about maybe the costs that they're paying 
and you're not doing the other thing which has happened in Christianity too much, is that we demonize one another uh, and we make assumptions and judgments before we've even heard what's really going really going on. That's that's really unhealthy. Ask Holy Spirit to make sure you're in that valuing the person posture when you start to communicate. Um, and make sure your verbal communication communicates your affection and your value for the person. Uh, don't treat church like an institution. It's not an institution that's there to serve you. Uh, a bank is an institution there to serve you. It's to some degree the National Health Service is an institution to serve you. The church is the body of Christ and you're part of it. It's you as well as me as well. So, so don't don't kind of to make a point, distance yourself from it. Feel that sense of responsibility uh, as you go about this. It's your family and your your body, um, and you communicate that you are here to try and make it prosper and give it strength. Um, and <clears throat> understand this: that in a community of scores of people, which we are, uh, including kids, we're over two hundred people understand that there are as many people as many opinions as there are people uh, and so although it's important to express your perspective there's that many perspectives that it may not all be taken on board what you think uh, that doesn't mean you've not been heard it just means it may not be dealt with and, and, and leaders good leaders should be keeping in mind the big picture as well as the future so they're going to hear you they're going to think how does this fit with everything else that's going on and, and, and so it may not always be appropriate to to do what you're suggesting um generally i would say this feedback well done is well received um it, it's easier easier that way and, and and i think that's really helpful to hear that and we've got another point but we've just run out of time so we're going to stop fairly abruptly and, and, and I'll, I'll do another video for next week to cover some more of this so god bless you thanks for listening as we walk this through uh, and i hope this helps and uh, and we'll see you next time thanks bye